Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Western Stories. In this episode, we have Romance's rendition of Pahuska. Original air date is October 9th, 1954, and I hope you enjoy. Now, from Hollywood, Romance. You know, when they first found oil out in Oklahoma, you had to be a man to survive. And Big Jack Chalmers sure qualified. There wasn't anybody in the country who dared to cross him. Till a pretty little widow woman come along. She took his measurement for fair. Now, with John Daner as Jack and Joyce McCluskey as Mrs. Galesmith, we bring you transcribed John B. Delio's delightful comedy, Paw Huska. <laughs> Now, this all happened in the town of Pawhuska when Oklahoma was called the Indian Territory. 
Well, sir, down the center of Paw Husker, there was a dirt road. That was Main Street. And about halfway down Main Street, there was another dirt road that cut across it. That was First Street. And on the corner of First and Main, there stood a mighty building. The Paw Husker Hotel. And it was owned by Big Jack Chalmers. What time is it? I reckon about half past three, Jack. Uh, where's that fool Pittsburgh? Driving in from Guthrie like he's supposed to, I reckon. Well, it shouldn't take him this long. How do I look? <laughs> you look slick as a stallion in the field of fillies. Never mind the poetry. Give me a drink. <laughs> sure, Jack. Ah, uh, remember, Jeremy, watch your language. This here is a lady. Sure she is. All the way from Kansas City. Remember that. Uh, Kansas City. Now get that out of your mind. Uh, do it again. Uh. I'm putting her in complete charge. You hear me, Jeremy? She's running this hotel from now on. Uh, strikes me you're giving an awful lot of authority to some woman you never seen before. Well, I told you I wanted class. This lady, this is Miss Gail Smith, she knows the hotel business. Why, she put that place in KC. Uh, oh, what's the name of it? In the... Why, she put that place on the map. Yeah, but that was KC. This is Paul Huska. It makes no difference. Paul Huska will be as big as KC someday. We might just as well start right now. That's them. Uh, yeah. Want me to go help Pittsburgh? Oh, he can handle it. Well, like you say. Miss Gail Smith, my name is Chalmers. How do you do, Mr. Chalmers? Miss here is Jeremy. Howdy. How do you do? Uh, Pittsburgh, you taking good care of Mrs. Gail Smith's things? Where do you want the steamer, Jack? Oh, well, wait. Uh, Just put it down right yeah. there, Mr. Pittsburgh. Thank you. Uh, Jeremy, um... Maybe you better go outside and see if you can help Pittsburgh. Well, you said he didn't need no Never help. Never mind that. Just go. Uh, oh, yes, yes, sir. <clears throat> Chair, Miss Gilsmith. Mr. Chalmers, yeah. when you wrote me in Kansas City, you described the Pawhuska Hotel as a modern five-story structure, the equal of anything west of the Mississippi. Well, ma'am... I have arrived to discover this hotel is not five stories, but two stories. And I seriously question just where it would rank among the best Western hotels. Well, ma'am, you see, this... I do see. And now that we have clarified the misunderstanding between us, I'll thank you for one month's salary and prompt instructions for your driver to take me back to Guthrie. Well, now, ma'am, I... I think we better discuss this. My part of the discussion is over, Mr. Chalmers. I'd like the money. Quickly. Well, you know, Mrs. Gilsmith, I didn't get rich handing out money to every Tom, Dick, or Harry who asked for you it. You see this umbrella I carry? Either you give me the money or I will thrash you within an inch of your life. <laughs> Very well. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Gilsmith, <laughs> And that is how Big Jack Chalmers met Mrs. Gail Smith. Of course, after the ruckus, Big Jack persuaded the gentle lady to stay on. A week passed. Big Jack had gone on one of his frequent trips to look over some oil leases, and Mrs. Gail Smith settled herself in a corner room on the second floor. This particular day, she sent for the hired hand known as Jeremy. 
Mr. German, I've been looking over these ledgers. Uh, yes, sir. I find them in a most distressing state. Yes, sir. What is this item marked cash withdrawal, $20, dated the 18th? Well, I don't reckon I know, Mrs. Galesmith. And here, on the 21st, cash withdrawal, $50. What is that? $50? Uh, yes, sir. Well? Uh, that's the time, Jack. Uh, Mr. Chalmers, he was having pretty thin luck. He couldn't hit us straight to save his. He was using the hotel's money to play poker. He only borrowed it from the cash draw. He'll pay it back. And the $20 on the 18th, I suppose that was the time he couldn't hit a flush to save himself. Well, how in thunder did I he... have eyes, Mr. German. I've watched those games. Then you know, Jack, that Mr. Chalmers ain't always the luckiest fella in the world. Mr. German, the way Mr. Chalmers plays poker, it's a fortunate thing for both of us that we've still got a roof over our heads. Yeah. <laughs> that will be all, Mr. German. And in the month that followed, the Pawhuska Hotel prospered. The men from the oil fields, heavy with mud and with sweat, would climb the wooden stairs for a 30-minute delight in the hotel's new cast-iron bathtubs. Once refreshed, they'd find a seat open in the poker game. It was on such an evening that Big Jack Chalmers, fresh from a tour of the fields near Stroud, decided to indulge himself in a game of five-card stud. As was frequently the case, Mr. Chalmers was not winning. Yeah, 20, uh, okay... 12, 13, 14, 15. I'm short. Jeremy. Uh, yes, sir? Bring me $50. Sir? I said, bring me $50. I'm calling. Deal. And a four to Pittsburgh and a nine to Jack. Pittsburgh's ten still call the shots. Ten to worth another 20? Hey, uh, uh, Jack. Where's the money? Jack, I uh, got to talk to you a minute. I can wait. Give me the money. No, no, I got to talk to but you. But I'm short in the pot. Give me the money. Jack, you got to listen to me. I can't do it. Who says you can't? Mrs. Gale Smith, she says I can't. What's that you say? Oh, Jack, Jack, Jack. I'm Jack. dropping Pittsburgh. I'm like $5. Sure, Jack, okay. Come here, uh, you, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Right Say that again. It's Mrs. Gale Smith, Jack. She says I'm not to give you any more money out of the hotel cash box. Says the hotel money can't be used for poker. Okay. We'll just find out about that. Sir, oh, don't go up there. You know Mrs. Gale Smith's down don't to sleep. Don't tell my Yes, who is it? It's me. Jack Chalmers. Oh, I'm in bed, Mr. Chalmers, for the night. I want to talk to you, Mrs. Gale Smith. I'm sure it can wait until morning. It cannot wait until morning. Tonight. Right now. Very well. Well, what is so important as to disturb a lady in the middle of the night? Mrs. Gale Smith. Not for one minute are you going to tell me I can't play poker whenever. 
wherever I want to. Mr. Chalmers, let me be the first to assure you, you may play poker the rest of your natural life if you so desire. Then will you please instruct that coward idiot to hand over my money? Jeremy does not have your money, Mr. Chalmers. He has the hotel's money. It's all the same. It's my hotel, my money. By your express order, I, I... am in charge of this hotel, sir. And I will decide how to disperse you, its funds. Don't of all the of all. Of all. Open this door. Open this door at once. Now, there. There now. Mrs. Galesmith, my foot will remain in the door until we settle this once and for all. Very well, Mr. Chalmers. Oh. Now, oh. Mr. Chalmers, I bid you good night. <laughs> We will return to romance and our story, Paw Huska, in just a moment. Dr. Frank Baxter, eminent Shakespearean authority, narrates Shakespeare's story tomorrow night on the Radio Hall of Fame. The noted Irish actor Dan O'Hurley stars as the Bard of Avon. Lionel Barrymore presents Dr. Baxter and introduces the play, a thrilling historical drama, tomorrow night on the Radio Hall of Fame over most of these same stations. Don't miss it. And now for the second act of Paw Huska as we return to romance. Now, Mrs. Gail Smith was a widow woman of some 30-odd years. Attractive and well-groomed, she nonetheless ruled the Pawhuska Hotel with an iron hand. There was men in town that rather cap a gusher than face the awful wrath of Mrs. Gail Smith's displeasure. Mrs. Gail Smith knew the frontier, and she knew her trade, and as I said, the hotel prospered. So it was only natural that one day a tall stranger should enter upon the scene. Morning, ma'am. Yes? My name's Wrench, ma'am. I'm here on business. Yes. I've been looking over your fair city. Driving little community. Paul Husker's going places, ma'am. You didn't come here to the Paul Husker Hotel an hour before the bar opens to tell me that, did you, Mr. Wrench? No, ma'am. I think this town could use another hotel, and I aim to build it. And I want you to run it for me. I already run a hotel, Mr. Wrench. I'm not offering you a job, Mrs. Gale Smith. I'm offering you a partnership. Fifty percent interest in the Osage going up across the street. We'll split the profits. If there are any profits. Yes, ma'am. I don't rightly expect your answer today, ma'am, but I would like you to think about it. I'll be in town all week. As a matter of fact, I'd hope to stay here at the Pawhuska, if you've got a room. I've got a room, Mr. Wrench. You'll be good enough to sign the register. Paul Husker, being the size it was, the news was all over town in 24 hours that the stranger from Tulsa had come to hire Mrs. Gale Smith away from Big Jack Chalmers. One thing about Big Jack, he may have been unpolished, but at least he always knew what was on his mind. There's talk around town that you aim to go to work for Wrench. Isn't that right? I don't know. Well, there's talk. All I gotta say is it's up to you. Entirely up to you. I realize that, Mr. Oh, Chalmers. So you have been considering it. Mr. Wrench has offered me half interest in his hotel. Well, just want you to know. It's up to you. I mean, if 
That's all the loyalty you feel. If that's what the paw husker means to you, that's all. Well, like I say, it's, it's up to you. It is out of no sense of disloyalty that I'm considering Mr. Wrench's offer. The paw husker means a great deal more to me than you know. But a single lady gets on in years, Mr. Chalmers, and after a time, she must think first of the future and what it holds. Now, that's it. You're trying to play me against Wrench's offer to get 50% of the poor husky. I said no such thing. Well, that's what you're after, all right. I can tell. You're a mean, suspicious, stubborn, hateful man, Jack Chalmers, and I'm not going to stay around you one more minute. Uh, it's pretty strong language, Mrs. Gale. It's not half as strong as I've heard around the paw husky lobby. And if you don't get out of here, you'll hear some things that'll knock your head off. No, Mrs. Gale. Don't you, Mrs. Gale Smith, me, Jack Chalmers. I've listened to your crude talk for more than a year now. And this time, this time I'm leaving for good and proper. Now, get out! Mrs. Gale Smith, now. If I hear that once more... No, well, put it down, Mrs. Gale Smith. That face, no. Mrs. Gale Smith, no. Stop it! Oh! Of course, it wasn't long before the word about Mrs. Gail Smith and Big Jack Chalmers had spread throughout the thriving community of Paw Husker. This time, Mrs. Gail Smith was leaving the hotel for sure. At least so the local citizen said. But that night, as Big Jack sat at the poker table with Wrench, he wasn't saying anything except possibly deal. Sorry about your streak of luck, Mr. Chalmers. If you'd like to quit... Deal! Jeremy, bring me another hundred. We'll have no more of that. Bring me the money. All right, gents. And ace up to you, Mr. Wrench. Deuce to Big Jack. Ace bets. Let you in easy, Mr. Chalmers. Fifty dollars. Call. Jeremy, where's the money? Now, Jack. I told you once, I told you a hundred times, there's going to be no more of that. But, Jack, there ain't no more money. The cash box is empty. What? Are you dropping out, Mr. Chalmers? No, Mr. Wrench, I'm not dropping out. Then we're waiting for your $50. It calls my bet. Jeremy, you sure? I'm sure. Uh, Gilman, I... Seem to be temporarily out of funds. I wonder which one of you would loan me, oh, say, $100? Well, now, don't everybody stampede me at once. Dealer? Sorry, Jack. You, Pittsburgh? Well, now, Jack, I know your credit's good and you're a mighty trustworthy fellow, but... I don't need a speech, Pittsburgh. If you're going to turn me down, just turn me down. Sorry, Jack. Well, Jeremy? I couldn't be broke if I'd hit dry holes from here to Muskogee. I see. Jack, these fellas would loan you the shirt off their back if you really needed it. But there just ain't no man in this town fool enough to loan you money for playing poker. That's the truth. Well, now, men, it seems to me you're mighty hard on your friend, Jack Chalmer. And if there's anything that disgusts me, it's seeing a man's friends turn against him. Now, Mr. Chalmers, I hate taking a man's money and not giving him a full chance to get it back. That's so, Mr. Ranch. Therefore, if you want to keep going, and it's up to you entirely, I'll be more than happy to loan you, say, $1,000. What's in it for you, Ranch? 
Friendly gesture, Mr. Chalmers. What kind of security are you asking? Why, name your own. I got some oil leases in the near Stroud. I got oil leases, too. That's all there is. Just some land and the hotel. Well, you know, Mr. Chalmers, all my life I've wanted to own a hotel. Deal. French, that's my last. $35 on my Paris is showing. Well, being as how it's your last, I won't raise you, Chalmers. But my pair of trays showing will most certainly call. Just what you see, Ranch Paris. Old card was a tray, my friend. Makes three of them. Well, quitting so early? Yeah, it's late enough, Ranch. I'll get the hotel deed and papers for you. The Paul Huska Hotel now belongs to you. Still early, gentlemen. Any stud players? Well, then. Did I hear you call for a poker player, Mr. Wrench? I'd be pleased to join you. Well, now, Mrs. Gail Smith, I certainly wasn't expecting a lady to join a stud game. Do you refuse to play, Mr. Wrench? Well, no, ma'am, but... Very well, then. Deal. Mrs. Gail Smith, big as life, sitting across the poker table from Mr. Wrench. Every man in the Paw Husker Hotel watching for that first deal, and every one of them shaking his head for poor Mrs. Gail Smith. You have a nine showing, Mrs. Gail Smith. I have only a six. Uh, therefore, you bet. I understand the game, Mr. Wrench, and I will bet fifty dollars. Fifty dollars? Would you prefer if I made it 100? Well, ma'am, I, I don't like to say... Then don't. Do you call or drop? Well, ma'am, yes, I'll call. You know, ma'am, you worked hard for your money. And I'm sure you have also, Mr. Wrench. Well, I see I now have a pair of nine showing. It will cost you $100. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Wrench, may I trouble you for the yellow one across the table? I can't quite reach it. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Hmm. I see I have a queen showing. Fifty dollars. Uh, Mrs. Gail Smith, perhaps you'd like to consider lowering our standard bet of my... <laughs> you could lose a fancy fortune at these stakes. Or win one. Fifty dollars, Mr. Wrench. <laughs> And so the chips flowed across the green felt tablecloth and almost always in the direction of Mrs. Gale Smith. Once, when Mr. Wrench decided to excuse himself for personal reasons, he discovered a solid wall of field hands and drillers behind his chair. On the edge of the crowd stood one man alone, watching, silent. Big Jack Chalmers had returned from the safe with the deed to the Paw Husker Hotel. That cleans me, Mrs. Gale Smith. Does it, Mr. Wrench? Ma'am, I'm wiped out every cent. I believe there's one other matter. Ma'am? This hotel. 
I thought I heard Mr. Chalmers give it to you as security against his loan. Well, ma'am, that's another matter entirely. Deal, Mr. Wrench. I know what I'm beat, ma'am. You forget the hotel, it's yours. No, sir, I don't do business that way. I will pay you the $1,000 you originally loaned to Mr. Chalmers. Very well, it's yours. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Night, ma'am. Night, gentlemen. Mrs. Gail Smith. Sir? Ms. Gail Smith, I, I don't Sir, know... would it interest you to know that my name is Marianne? Marianne Gail Smith. Ma'am? If we're going to continue to operate this establishment together, I, I thought you might like to know. Together? Well, the hotel is yours. You just bought it from Ranch. But with your money. If you insist, you may buy half of the hotel from me. I'd be proud, Marianne. Marianne. Yes? That, that poker game. Well, you played. Mr. Gale Smith was a professional gambler. He was shot to death one night in Kansas City. And someone discovered he had an ace up his sleeve. Good night, Jack. Romance is produced and directed by Norman McDonald, with editorial supervision by Hep Mannheim. You have heard Paul Huska, specially written for Romance by John B. Delio, starring John Daner as Jack, with Joyce McCluskey as Mrs. Galesmith. Featured in the cast were Vic Perrin, Joe Kearns, Harry Bartell, Barney Phillips, and Lou Krugman. This is Hugh Douglas inviting you to hear Romance, transcribed next week at the same time. It's an exciting episode of Gunsmoke tonight as Marshal Matt Dillon, the lawman of old Dodge City, confronts a man he helped jail. A man who was innocent of the crime of which he was convicted. Don't forget, Gunsmoke, on most of these stations tonight. Gangbusters go into action Saturday nights on the CBS Radio Network.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Join in the conversation by going to otrwesterns.com slash Discord. And don't forget to send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. This episode is copyright under the attribution, non-commercial, share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and again, thanks for listening.